Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. Hey guys, Dale here. Do you want an unfair advantage to dominate your fantasy football league? Well, look no further and download SquadQL, the only mobile app you need to crush your friends and rivals this year. SquadQL recommends the best starting lineup for you each week based on your starters, your bench players, and free agent pool. Now, Christian, you may ask, how does SquadQL actually do this? Well, basically what they do is this app connects directly with your Yahoo, ESPN, CBS leagues. They pull in your actual roster and your league scoring system, which is very important. SquadQL then provides like their waiver and trade recommendations. Then the app gives you rankings each and every week, and it's all based on your league setting. So SquadQL truly is your go-to app for fantasy football this season. Head to SquadQL.com, download SquadQL, your all-in-one fantasy football manager. SquadQL is brought to you by the creators of RotoQL, the leading daily fantasy optimizer, trusted by over 100,000 DFS players. You can also download RotoQL for free from both the Apple and Android app stores. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Boss Sharks of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito. You can find me at Cbrito Fantasy or just check out anything that Fantasy Pros retweets because it's probably my articles. Um, no, is that too. No? Am I sucking this my own dick too much? Because I was yes. talking about Boss Shark and then yes, exactly the yes. shit and then. Introduce me. Uh, as joining me as always is Dale Demont. What's up, Dale? Episode two hundred and thirty-five. We are on episode two hundred thirty-five. We actually published like two hundred seventy, but we're on two hundred thirty-five. I don't know how that works, but um, we are closing in on one million episode, uh, one million downloads. By the way, Definitely so thank you to everybody. Episodes, but yeah. Huh? Definitely not a million episodes, but yeah. no, 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 I mean one million downloads. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. So, yeah, I thank everybody for listening from the old OG Eat Nation. We appreciate it. And for everybody listening for the first time and maybe new to this season, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, we are growing. We are really happy. And we're happy that uh, you're with us along this journey. Um, I don't like the boss shark thing, and you know it. And I don't know why you opened the episode like that. Um, and I think everybody is going to feel the same way I do about it. Um. Stop calling yourself a boss is the first thing. First That's of all, just weird. The way I don't, that I'm I don't care if you are. to at my job is usually boss or el jefe. Okay. That's our first problem. 
That's that's the first problem because that shows me that you are trying to establish dominance. I do establish dominance. Yeah, but see, you shouldn't. You should try to corners. (laughs) You pee on people's legs and you say, "I'm your boss." Well, not on their legs. It's just when they go pee, I immediately go pee after them to establish. Oh, that's that's good. Cover their scent. Yeah, right. I get it. That's a power move. Yeah. Um, it gets awkward yeah, I think when the, like the little kids have an accident and they like pee on the floor, because mm-hmm. then I have to go over. Yeah, and you pee, you pee on the floor right after they do. Yeah, and then I have yeah. to clean both up. And then you take a newspaper and you hit them on the nose. No, no, that's not part of your job, no, is it? That's not. That's not about. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, boss shark. This whole baby shark thing is just getting stupid now. Um, nothing bothers me more. Then the baby shark thing was like, okay, it was good, like whatever. It's, you know, a lot of kids listened to it. It was a thing. And now all these stupid remixes and the reggae shark and then the mama shark or whatever, all the stupid stuff going on. It's so dumb. Um, and people people like this stuff. I don't get it. Love it. And now you're, you're calling yourself, you have a shirt that says boss. I have a shirt boss that shark. says boss shark. Do, do, Ridiculous. Do, 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 do. Yes, that's stupid. And then there's like onesies actually. that say I'll like. I post it tomorrow when I wear it. Yeah, it's really dumb. Love it. It's really dumb. I'm sorry. It's the best shirt I own. I don't get it. Actually, it's the second best shirt I own. I have a shirt that I wear exclusively when I go on boats and cruises, and it says, I'm on a boat. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. That one's okay? That's okay. No, because that one is more adult trendy. You just don't like kid stuff. Well, no, because it doesn't scream at you. It's like, okay, like, it's like a, it's a shirt that like, it's whatever. Like, it's not screaming at people saying, look at me. Like, I don't, I used to like those shirts until people started, like, recognizing, be like, oh, hey, like, I have a uh, Los Poyos Hermanos shirt from Breaking Bad, oh, and it has, like, their so logo and stuff. Lame. Well, I don't wear it that often because I get so much attention, and I hate it. Be like, oh, hey, Breaking Bad, hey, that's a good show. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to talk to people. That's why I don't wear my and, Power Rangers uh, shirt anymore. Because people, like, recognize you? Yeah, like. Yeah, I don't so- like it. I like Power Rangers. I, like I liked Power yeah, Rangers as a kid. I can't really I ha- wear a lot of those shirts anymore. Even I have a Wu Tang shirt. What? I have a Wu Tang shirt that I wore maybe like well, you are I don't know, a handful of times. <laughs> but people start wanting to talk about Wu Tang with me, and like I like their music. I'm not like a super fan though, and they're talking about like albums back. Like I have no clue what they're talking about, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> like they're good. Going on and on, and I was like, okay, like I'm gonna stop wearing this shirt. So right. I, don't know, I just don't like the attention. Today, uh, guys, we are going to go through um, some Facebook. If you're not part of our Facebook group on Facebook, uh, that that's, doesn't make any sense. If you're not if part you of our be Facebook part, group on yeah, Twitter, uh, Instagram. <laughs> our private group on Facebook. Feed. What? It's $5 for an entire year, and uh, we try to get to as many questions and stuff as we can. And even if we don't get to the questions, we have like 240 people or 250 people in the group that help like basically crowd uh, what do you call it? Like crowdsource um, answers. Right. So it's pretty cool. So um, we're going to read some questions. There's a commissioner question and there's some other uh, Q&A stuff that we're going to get through. And while we're doing that, we'll probably go through some of our rankings for this week. Uh, maybe a little bit of rest of season rankings, maybe a little bit of flex questions, running back, right receiver, all that good stuff. Um, so we will kind of get to that as we progress. I'm not sure how long this uh, episode is going to be, but you know, like we always say, if, if you're uh, in the gym, you're starting up the treadmill right about now. Uh, I hope you put it on like 3.5 to get warmed up. Maybe, you know, bump up the incline a little bit just to kind of get the sweat going. Um, this is good. It's good for you. Okay. Okay. I'm actually going to go to the gym after this. <laughs>
Good. Good for you. See, uh, people hear my voice and they want to start working out. By the way, like, if I can go to the gym, this is going to be my second day in a row. If I can go to the gym, you can go to the gym because I'm a fat fuck. So let's go. Hey, being uh, being overweight has nothing to do with going to the gym. What? Well, I think it has a lot to do with going to the gym. <laughs> but if uh, if you guys want to help motivate me, tweet at me, you know, that oh, you're yeah. going to the gym because it helps. I want to. I actually want to commit to this, so you guys want to actually ask me. I have somebody that's literally asking me every day, did you go to the gym? And that's, yes, okay. that's making me follow through. Okay, look, everybody who's listening, uh, if you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, uh, hashtag Brito2019, because um, it's going to be a new Brito next year. So uh, encourage, him, encourage him, encourage uh, him, tweet at him, say that he's doing a good job, hashtag Brito2019. It's a lot of chicken. I kind of want to do a uh, DeMott Brito uh, 2020 shirt. Yeah. Did anybody like buy those? Leave Armando out. Um, he's like our Secretary of State. Yeah. Be- I mean, Armando, people appreciate him, but they're not enough, voting for like, him. We're on very opposite political ends of the spectrum. Guess who's what? Um, and yet, like, <laughs> we still have a lot of viewpoints that we, like, we, we, we did this one time. I can't uh, I think it was in Dallas. It was... Was yeah. it Dallas that he arrived before everybody else? When I think I was so. First? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That we sat down and like, we actually have a lot in common, even though we're yeah. very opposite ends of the spectrum. My problem is, and I think this is why I'm not a good boss either. Um, I don't care enough about anything. Oh, I, I'm I, the opposite. I, I, uh, I truly I, don't I care, care a lot about. Um, See, I, okay, other that, people I'm, happy. That's why I'm yes. a good boss. Right, my right. employees, See, my like, clients, I, you know, am constantly flooded with good feedback. Well, the problem with me is like at my people. work, like people mess up and I'm like, I can't get mad because I just don't care enough. Like they mess up. I'm like, okay, like whatever, we'll fix it later. Or, you know, it's a mistake. Who cares? Like, let's move by it. Like I can't, I can't fake being mad at people for messing up or not doing their job. It's like, all right, like, let's move on. You know, I'm not going to yell at you. Like, I'd rarely yell at people. I have fired people, but I don't really yell and I don't really care enough. Right. I only fire them when it really affects me. <sighs> you fire anybody yet? Um, You're not a current, boss until you fire at my somebody. my current job? Yeah. Um, Kind of. It was just kind of like a mutual uh, letting yeah. go. Like, this ain't working out for you? Yeah. Um, yeah. At my last two jobs where I was, like... The director, yeah, I'm actually pretty used to firing people. You know this. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Um, good. But the thing is, at my current job, I'm picky about who I hire, so I haven't had to fire anyone. Right. You know, uh, they say hiring or firing. Hiring is the easy part. It's firing people that makes a good leader, because you got to fire at the right amount of time. Hiring, you can hire everybody, but you got to know when to cut people. That's a hard part. You got to know when to cut people, but a lot of people don't spend enough time training and teaching. Mm-hmm. I I feel like a lot of people. So the thing is, I feel like I hire people that are moldable, and if you're moldable, I can train and teach you. Right. If I yeah yeah if no, I, I sense it. that yeah. that's not your disposition, then I probably mm-hmm. don't want to work with you. Mm-hmm. Did we just turn into a? Uh, yes. Professional development podcast. We can do that if you want. It's going to be boring though. I can only do that for like ten. Dude, minutes. I could talk. In, I could talk an hour about management. <laughs> That's easy. All right. 
Um, let's just get right into. I need to help me with my payroll. Getting out of okay. Hand. I need my payroll processing. Sure. Thanks. Just send me uh, social security numbers and how much you're getting paid. I'll take care of it. Gotcha. All right. Uh, so this is the first question. This is the first question. No, this is the first question. Uh, this is from Kevin Zuckerman. Oh, should, I, we should we could say from names. Tyler. Um, I don't know. Here, let me just I'm say it. That's the Facebook question. questions. Am I, am I looking? Hold at on. No, 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 no. This is a different one. This is a different one. Oh, he goes. This is a question for everyone. How does everyone handle league? How does everyone's league handle trades? And my league, my league. Geez, I'm a horrible reader. My league does a veto where four out of twelve people have to veto to nullify the trade. I just got That's a, a trade really vetoed. Low number. Yeah, four out of twelve. Geez. It should be the other way around. Only yeah. you know, if eight out of twelve, maybe. But I th- I think yeah, it has yeah. to be like twelve out of twelve. A super majority, like ten out right. of twelve, eleven out of twelve right, right. to veto a trade. Right. So he said, I just got my trade vetoed of receiving Melvin Gordon for AJ Green and Carry on Johnson. What's wrong with mm. that trade? Not horrible. Uh one of the guys in the league said he vetoed it because he didn't want to see me get Gordon because I'm six and one and the guy I traded with is two and five. I think that's bullshit reason to veto a trade. The guy's probably one, two and d- five because he needs depth and he's trading away the, the one good thing on his team for some depth. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. Want to try and get other people's input to see how to approach commissioner for the offseason. That's a perfect that's, trade for the two parties, right? You're six and so one. So far, yeah. You want yeah. to solidify your roster. The other guy's probably two and five but still feels like his team's good yeah. enough to make He just needs a little push. depth. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So far, we said maybe taking vetoes to seven-plus people to veto trade. It just makes the league so boring because nobody ever trades because everyone just vetoes every trade. Mostly, I'm ranting right now because I think I got fucked over on the veto. Here's a picture of Jay Cutler. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> the last little touch was good. Who wrote this? Yeah. Uh, Kevin. Kevin Zuckerman. Okay, yeah. Um, so, this is actually, I mean, there's, look, I am a firm believer there shouldn't be league votes and vetoed nope. uh, and and being vetoed. I think the way we should, run our league of record, there should it's, be a if there's collusion only mm-hmm. that approves it, and it should only be put to a vote if there's suspicion of collusion. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But the, um, the commissioner should have the right to put it to a vote, and then once it's put to a vote, it should be a supermajority to be able to veto. Yes. It. Hundred percent agree. And this is crazy. Everyone not involved in the trade, obviously. Kevin, we spend hours and hours on fantasy football. We read through uh, pages and pages of tweets and Facebook posts, and I've seen so many commissioner questions. I'm telling you, whoever your commissioner is, have them listen here and make sure uh, make sure you guys at least change the rules. I guess you can't change the rules mid season. That's kind of crazy too. But uh, you definitely need to trade this veto situation. I highly urge you just to get one league manager. And veto trades only for uh, obvious collusion, and like Brito said, if it you know even then it should be vetoed, uh, it should be voted on. So that's yeah. that's uh, I think we agree also, with that. Also, like everyone's just assuming the people that are vetoing that their opinion of fantasy is better than the the people involved in the trade. Exactly. And like exactly. And who knows? Yeah, if, if you think Gordon you're good could enough, suck the rest of the year, and you're getting suckered in this trade, and they vetoed it because they think you're you, you don't know, yeah, man. Exactly. You don't know exactly, exactly. Or there's a couple guys that really know what they're doing, and a bunch of guys that don't, and then you're getting screwed because people don't know what they're doing. So, 
anyways, uh, what, what questions do you have on yours? Let's, let's move along. Let's answer some of these okay. questions on the first that. question I have is from Tyler Rice Sanford, Reese oh, Sanford. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying mm-hmm. that right. Tyler, man, yeah. where does mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette value stand for the rest of the season? And also the same question, but for Tevin Coleman. So let's start with Fournette. Where do you have, yeah. where do you see Fournette rest of season? I think Fournette. Yeah, we talked about this. I think he's he's out for the next three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And then when he comes back, you have a top 15 back. But I do yeah. think Carlos yeah, when he Hyde back. cuts into him. Um, he has, Yeah, I mean, Carlos Hyde is going to have to cut into him a little bit. Um, so rest when he comes of back, season, he's... maybe a top 36 back, but not much more. Than yeah. That. He's in that. Is he going to? And, and, and rest and I of want season, to this, in, I want to lump this in here. Dobbin Cook, the same thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So. I agree. I think Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette are on the same boat. Uh, I have him now. Who would you have, Leonard Fournette or Le'Veon Bell? Well, Le'Veon Bell, easy. Not by a lot. No, by a lot. Really? By a lot. Not no. for me. I think you missed two more weeks, one and a half weeks of Le'Veon Bell because he'll be back after a week from now. And then you can't trust it that week, but you play him after. So two more weeks without Lev Bell, and then you're good to go. Mm. They're going to play Lev Bell, but I still I don't think they're going to put James Conner in the trash can. In the trash can. <laughs> uh, Tevin Coleman, on the other hand, like him better than both Cook and Fournette, much better. Uh, I really like Tevin Coleman rest of the season. I don't really. I don't like have him? an issue for it. he's. Yeah, I mean he's an RB two rest of the season. Yeah. It's a little disappointing, He's gonna be man. He's been a little disappointing. This past week was his best week in a while, and it was what eighty-two total yards with a touchdown. Yeah, thirteen touches. It's just yeah, he's he'll, only he'll get averaging it thirteen touches a game. It's disappointing. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, but uh, and and he's got his bye week coming up. Then Washington has been kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, schedule's not great. Rest of the season, you see, you, you play it's some not great. good run Cleveland, defenses. Dallas. Yeah. Cleveland's Cleveland's great. Uh, well, it's Cleveland's bottom ten, I guess. Um, right. Dallas, New Orleans, Baltimore—those are all good run defenses. Mm-hmm. It doesn't soften up until week fourteen. Right. I, I yeah. don't love I, it. But dude, that this offense, Matt Ryan's playing pretty well. This offense is running. Yeah, it's it's about opportunity for Tevin Coleman, which keeps him in the RB two range. I mean, for me, he's. I think I'd rather have. Tevin Coleman over Sony Michelle rest of the season. If I have if I if I have Sony Michelle, I would trade him for Tevin Coleman. I would not rest of the season just because we don't know. Just because the question mark on Sony Michelle. I don't think Michelle misses more than a game. You don't think so? No. And well, Tevin that's just, Coleman that's just, has his pie week this week, so it's like yeah, sure. I would much rather have Sony Michelle. Okay. How about much somebody like Alex Collins? I would rather have Michelle. And Coleman. Yeah. Okay. Adrian Peterson? I'd rather have Peterson. Oh, boy. I don't know what to do with Adrian Peterson. Because I, like I think Peterson, that... Uh, he's going to be a 1,000-yard rusher. He's shown... Year. Yeah. Maybe not a 1,000 yards, but... 1,000 total yards? Yeah, because he's gonna have some receiving in there. He's got already and, got 144 receiving yards. Yeah, he has over 500 total yards already. Thousand total yards and six 
eight t- six to eight touchdowns total. Uh, he has three right now. Yeah, so six is six is fair. I bet you he. I bet you he. I bet you can get eight. Where's he averaging in terms of fantasy points per game right now? Adrian Peterson. Adrian yeah, Peterson is twelve point three fantasy points per game. That's solid. Yep, that's solid. Um. I like Adrian Peterson better. I don't know. Michelle miss having getting knocked from a game and not really playing another game is averaging eleven point two. I'll take I'll take Michelle, then Peterson, then Coleman. Coleman. Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right. What's the next question? Uh next question Tyler's trying to double up on us. Is oh, it Tyler. too late to get value from James Conner? I'm not confident in him once Bella is back, even if there's word of them splitting carries. Value in terms of a trade rest of season. Like, is he is he too late on getting anything from James Conner? Yes. You missed the boat on that one. Um, I don't, dude. If I had James Conner, I'm holding on to him because you're not going to get the value exactly. that you deserve. You're going to, here's what you need to do. You just need to play him for the next two games and that's it. Like run him into the ground. Just be happy that you got him for this <laughs> yeah. time period. Like you got yeah. lucky. You got, you were fortunate, not lucky. You but I'll, I'll tell you what you, you start James Conner until he tells you not to start him anymore. Basically, I, I am not going on if he's on a snap count or he's splitting carries. I'm going to ride him until the wheels fall off. You keep playing James Conner until he doesn't produce for you. Agreed. That was okay. simple. Okay. Um, I accidentally closed my tab. No, I got it back. Okay, sorry. I shouldn't have said it out loud. Should have waited. <laughs> Should have just stalled for a second. <clears throat> All right. You got to start two this week. Oh, my God. This is a very early question for this. Well, I guess not because it's, no, it's, it's Wednesday for me. <laughs> I haven't fully... Uh, fully done my ranks here but uh it'll be thursday by the time all this comes out so you got to start two of these here dale okay let me write these okay. down or let me look at these edelman demarius thomas latavius murray or Tariq cohen they're his two flex spots so edelman uh demarius thomas latavius murray or Tariq cohen Okay, you're starting Latavius Murray. Yeah, I'm starting the two running backs. And Tariq Cohen was the other one? Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Tariq Cohen and Latavius Murray. I would rank uh, it... Oh, man, Latavius is playing New Orleans. Latavius has been bad in bad matchups and good in good matchups, so he does worry me. I was just about mm-hmm. to say I would say him first, but I don't like the matchup against New Orleans. Yeah. Um... Dude, when Latavius gets carries, though, he uh, he performs very well. I mean, he's averaging over four and a half yards per carry when he, you know, when he's carrying fifteen plus times in the last two weeks, basically. Um, two last two weeks, three touchdowns. And Demarius and is playing Kansas City, but it's just like two hundred yards. Emmanuel Sanders has been the guy to own there. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, still I'm starting not... the two running backs. I would too. Yep. I would too. They're both. Tariq Cohen is a weird one for me, but he is playing the Jets. And I actually like Jordan Howard this week as well. Next question is What are you doing with 
Alex Collins. This we should read who these questions are coming from. Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that question. The first, uh, the element, the starting two question mm-hmm. was from Chris Garlax. Okay, Garlax. The next question okay. is from Trent Steven. Steven spelled for the PH. Steven. I like it. You don't understand that reference. What do we do Good. with Alex Collins? He's so vanilla, I don't even want to start him. I need to do a voice for when we read things. <laughs> yeah. You should, should bring look at their face? look at their profile picture and uh do their voice how you think they sound. Um He his profile picture is he is in a tux oh, yeah. or a suit and mm-hmm. what looks Looking. like his wife in a wedding because I see like a veil. I'm I'm sure that's his wife. Yeah, it looks like a wedding. Mm-hmm. And she's staring up at him lovingly. I wish I had that. Very lovingly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, they Trent. He looks, he looks happy. He Trent looks, looks happy. happy I guess he also looks very white. So, um, well, he's in Indiana. He's in Indiana. But so I can't do like a southern accent because he's not really from the south. No, but his wife is not looking at him. His wife is actually looking at his um, Don't say early, early nope. aging bald, balding head. I think this is a perfect time, actually, to talk about one of our sponsors. All right, let's uh, let's get right into it. Listen, if you're like me and you're kind of a little bit worried about what's going on on top of your head, I want to talk to you because two thirds of men lose their hair by the age of 35. And by the time you actually start to notice that hair loss, more than often it's too late. And 4hims.com and the people over at 4hims have a real solution here where they connect you with real doctors, actual medical grade solutions, all online, prescription solutions, actually backed by science. No, there's no waiting room. You don't have to wait, you know, to, to see a doctor. You can, you know, there's no awkward visits, right? And it's just have to answer a few quick questions. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you guys can order now. All of our listeners get a trial month of Hems for just five dollars uh, while supplies last. Make sure you see the website for all the details. This would usually cost you hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to forhimscom slash esf. That's f o r h i m s dot com slash esf for hymns.com slash esf. So don't be like Trent. Is that too mean to say? No. Did I mess no, up? That's okay. I feel bad. No, now. Trent's our friend. Dude, I'm listen, the reason that I'm actually trying or about to start trying hymns is I'm terrified of going bald. And I can already feel it happening. So <laughs> um I'm sorry. All right, what else? What else we got? What do you oh, what do you do with his question? Collins? No, we didn't get to his question. He's so vanilla that I don't ever want to start him. Right. So what are you doing, with Alex Collins? He's a bi week uh, guy. Honestly, at this point, unfortunately, he is. He's I, nine I points think... a game in standard eleven in PPR. That's a is that's that... a flex. He's a flex. that's a flex. It, you're exactly right. I had high hopes that he would be a low end RB one. Okay, the end of season schedule: Cincinnati, Oakland, Atlanta, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. That is after the bye, from weeks yep. eleven to fifteen. Beautiful schedule. B E A beautiful. Yep. Right now, yeah, he plays Carolina, then he plays Pitt, 
that then he has his buy. So not that's good horrible. for the next three weeks. Horrible. Buy buy low on him. His next really bad game. Um, I mean, last against New Orleans, he had thirty eight yards last week. Time. Wait for him to play Carolina and Pitt and have a really bad game. Buy low, and he is a solid flex. He's weeks thirty. He's a good target at the trade deadline. I agree. I agree. Um, but don't expect like he's a good target to for you to be able to have as your RB two flex. Mm-hmm. Don't expect him to be more than that, but just expect the consistency of nine to ten points once you get to those uh, week. Once you get to week eleven, agreed. Okay, agreed. Uh, what about his counterpart, Buck Allen? I don't care. Right, it doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't no. matter. Who do you like better rest of season, Nick Chubb or Carryon Johnson? I'm actually who's asking this. Uh, fuck, I need to do that better job. Richard, who we met in Orlando, Richard. Horcher. I don't know how to say his last name. You want to help me there? Horcher. Horcher? Horcher. Horcher? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you messing with me, man? <laughs> I don't know. Energy for you right now. Sorry. Okay. So what's the question? What would you like rather re- uh, who do you like for better rest of season, Nick Chubb or Carry on Johnson? I think they're mm. both, you know, got an upwards trajectory here. That's a, so this is a very Interesting question for me. Go. Dude, if I'm really surprised how much work Nick Chubb got right out of the gate, I, I don't know about you. I told you I'm, why. Why are you surprised? Because he went from having two and three carries to, Dude, they to dominating. Enough. Yeah, two or three carries, but he was. He was he good to limit carries. Seven yards a carry. Of course. He didn't, bl- he didn't blow the world up with his 18 carries last week, though. So, I mean. I don't know why Whatever. you're surprised. 20 touches. I'm sorry. 18 carries and two targets, no catches. Um, right. So 20 opportunities, I guess. Sure. Uh, in in his very, very first week. What? Very solid. Very solid. And, you know, he's got a hit and miss schedule for the rest of the season, but his volume is going to be mm-hmm. there. Yes. The volume is what matters. on Johnson's, like you said, also on this upward trend. Um I think I would have to go with uh, Nick Chubb over Carryon Johnson I, by a little bit. I, I I really like Nick Chubb rest of season. If I could get him right now and not and and get him at a fair value, the thing is like whoever just got him is going to hesitate to trade him. And yeah, I really like Nick Chubb rest of season. Yeah, Nick Chubb over Tevin Coleman, right? Yes. Okay. You might get me to say Nick Chubb over a lot of people if you do rest of season rankings right now. Interesting. With me, we okay. might, we may need to do a re, a rest of another rest of season rankings pod. Okay. Um, we should try to do one like once a week or something just to update people with yep. trades and all that good stuff. Yep. I think it'll be good. It was fun when I did it. Okay. All right. What else? I will put uh, Nick Chubb ahead of Tevin Coleman. Yep. I'm, I'm looking at it here. Probably the top. Okay. Top 18 back. Okay. Thank you, Richard Horsche. All right. He actually asked us uh, two questions. Okay. This question reads, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it word for word. <clears throat> what in the actual fuck do we do with Jordan Reed? Drop him or keep getting dog shit week in and week out because there isn't <laughs> anyone better to pick up? <laughs> um, yeah, Jordan Reed is... I'm a huge proponent of keeping one tight end on your team unless you have some sort of flex tight end position. Uh, and if that's the case, Jordan Reed is right there 
on the edge. I think rest of the season, I think I'd rather have like guys like Austin Hooper, um, OJ Howard, David Najuku. Najuku, Najoku. The problem is, hey, maybe you can pick up Howard. Uh, CJ Ozuma? Hmm. I don't know if I trust him enough I over do. Jordan Reed. I do. Do you? Yep. I don't know. Two targets, week seven against Kansas City. Um, Scored them. I just, yeah, but it's, it's just not enough opportunity. It's not enough. I think week Here's, six when he, had the seven, Kelsey, when he had the seven. You've got Kittle. You've got Ertz. You've got Gronk. You're not going to be able to pick up any of those guys. Then you've got Cook, Ebron, Graham, Burton. You're not going to be able to pick up any of those guys. Maybe sure. Njoku is available. Right? Or, uh, I love David Njoku. Ingram is probably him. not available. Howard's probably not available. And then you're in that tier with Jordan Reed, Austin Hooper, Vance McDonald, Greg Olson if somebody dropped him, CJ Ozuma, um, Benjamin Watson. That's mm-hmm. that's the group. And honestly, yeah. like the guys are going to be available there. Hooper, McDonald, Ozuma. That's the group that reads in anyways. But uh, yeah. I'd probably see if I can go out and get Ozuma. Dale says see if you can go out and get Hooper. But that's pretty much yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Good old, old McDonald, Vance McDonald. He's been decent. All right. Next question here. This comes in from Curtis, Chef Curtis, Curtis Williams. Flex this week. Full. Wait, you got to talk like Curtis. How do I talk like Curtis? You want to try this? I'm asking you to. Um, Never mind. You're going to get in trouble. Why? Did you, did you think I was going to? What did you think I was going to do? Just there? read the question. You, you, I don't know. <laughs> Just go. Can you elaborate? Uh, Curtis says, flex this week, full PPR, Will Fuller or carry on Johnson? Um, let me just, I'm going to pull up my own ranks here because I'm blanking on who carry on is playing. Uh, carry on Johnson is playing. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Um Karen Johnson is playing Seattle. Okay, that's very middle of the road. And then Fuller is playing Miami tomorrow, mm-hmm. well, today, um, with no Kiki Kuti. Oh, man. Uh, I would go with Karen Johnson. Yeah. Just because you know the opportunity is going to be there. rankings say Karen. But you ever just have a gut feeling? What's your gut? My gut is. That Will Fuller's going to have a sneaky good game here. Okay. He was just, he just had a decent game. Eight targets uh, versus Jacksonville. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Cootie gets hurt and he suddenly sees an uptick of targets once again after he kind of like had disappeared over the last couple weeks. Sure. I'd still go carry on. I'm going to adjust my rankings. I'm going to go fuller. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Hoping that he gets a touchdown. I'm going to move fuller. No, I don't. I don't think it's just going to be touchdown base. I think he gets 10 targets, seven catches, 70 yards. I think it's going to be a good fuller game. 
Okay. 70 yards is going to outscore. Uh, 70 yards, and you're hoping for a touchdown, which he basically scores in every other game. Well, you know, on Johnson is definitely going to get 70 yards against Seattle. Yeah, but Will Fuller is a touchdown machine. Okay. Like, going right. – let's go I'll back Let's go back to last year, okay? Will Fuller is a touchdown machine. He scored in yeah, half his games this year, and he scored in more than half his games last year. Sure. So, let's say – Let's average it out. Let's give him the 70 yards and half a touchdown. I think that's better than what carry on is going to do. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's see. Next question. Oh, okay. This is a good one. Manny. Toast bagels in the morning? Oh, toast or bagels in the morning? And what toppings? Uh, and then he wrote cream cheese and strawberry for me, my dude. Mm. Oh, as the toppings. I, yeah. if it's just toast, I like my toast simple. Either just yep. butter or just jam on it. No, you got you got to put butter and jam. No, no, you don't no. put One just jam. I don't like both. Really? Yeah. Wait, is this a thing? Yeah. People don't put just jam on it, do they? Absolutely. Wow. I hope not. People are doing it wrong. And then if it's a bagel, man, I like my bagels. It just it depends on my mood for the bagels, dude. I like. First bagels. of all, hold on. First of all, all anybody that puts just butter on bagels is on a bagel. um, oh, just butter on a bagel. You need stupid. To, you need to stop listening to the podcast. I'm not even yes. fucking kidding. Yep. Just go home. We agree, right? You can't just yep. put. You can put just butter on toast, but if mm-hmm. you put just butter on a bagel, you need to. You're look. an animal. You're an animal. A damn animal. Yep. By the way, actually, let's talk about this a little more. If you're a bagel shop and you want to be pretentious about you're not going to toast my bagel, I'm never going to go there again. Who does that? A lot of places. Wow. Wow. That's that's crazy. Um, you definitely need to uh, to get the bagel. I like to do, um, you know, pumpernickel. Don't even fucking bother adding me, okay? I don't yeah. care. Toast my bagel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely not. They shouldn't charge you for toasting bagels. They don't charge you. They just, like, scoff at you. Like, oh, my bagel's not good enough? No, warm it up. Yeah, yeah, like it warmed. A little crispy uh, pumpernickel bagel with jalapeno cream cheese. Mm. That's what I do. I've had that. Um, Do you like uh, cream cheese and lox on your bagel? It's okay. I don't go for it, but I'll eat it if uh, it's there. So when I, uh, I just, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, Jewish people here Jewish, in yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Miami and yeah. that's where I kind of discovered this. Holy shit. It's really good, man. Yeah, it is good. Capers too. Uh, capers are all right. Capers are good. Capers are all right. <clears throat> all right. I'm surprisingly uh, white for a Cuban. Yeah. Yeah. Just throw out the locks and cream cheese on a bagel. Um, but yep. if I had to say, I like, um, we've discussed this actually on a bagel, honey, goat cheese. Cream spreadable honey. Goat oh cheese. yeah, no, you don't do you don't do goat cheese on a bagel. No, 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 spreadable honey. Goat I understand cheese. that. You've Publix said that before. That down south. I know you said that before, and I told you before. You don't put goddamn goat cheese That's on a fine. bagel. All right, spreadable. Um, Just you know, cream, cream cheese, cheese, dude. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but I like it to have. They they actually sell. Um, what's this? The common cream cheese company, Philadelphia. Is that the name mm-hmm. of it? They sell yeah. a honey pecan. Um, cream cheese. Try that out. Okay, I'll try it. Yeah, it's really good. All right, next question. Uh, Kevin Hoffman is asking uh, Taylor Gabriel or Alex Collins this week. You gotta go, Collins. We should. Uh, we should have our. 
our writers chat or whatever our ESF chat answer this question because I'm so <laughs> tired of seeing Taylor Gabriel in our. I don't chat. even know. Look, we have a chat. Okay, we have a WhatsApp chat with all our writers. There's like twelve or thirteen people in here. What is the obsession with Taylor Gabriel? In the I chat? don't know. I don't get One it. I wasn't there for the origin of the game. story. One huge hundred and four yard two touchdown game. Okay. I don't even know who likes him and who doesn't anymore. They after just keep that, arguing with each after other. After that, listen to Taylor Gabriel's yardage totals. 25, 30, 34, then he had the 104 two touchdown, then the 110 zero touchdown. And mm-hmm. then right back down to 26. Okay? I'm not a man that I like to look at either extremes. I'm not going to look at the highest of highs and I'm not going to look at the lowest of lows. But there's a big enough sample size that if I take the median production of Taylor Mm -hmm. Gabriel this year, it's three fucking fantasy points. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, Yeah, so you're going Alex Collins. Gabriel does have a good matchup against the Jets, but still go Alex Collins just because the opportunity is there and um, chances are that uh, he will produce more. So. Yeah, give me the floor points. of Collins over the mm-hmm. floor of Taylor Gabriel. Yep, yep. I guess. All right. Uh, Jeremy Minu. No. Raheem, huh? Is Raheem Mostert worth a start? No. No. That happened. Uh, well, listen, maybe. And the only maybe is Matt Breida is confirmed out and they get down big, which I don't think happens. <laughs> Against Arizona. So, no. Mm-hmm. All right. Patrick Slayers says, how's your sister? Is that to you Funny or to Patrick. me? Uh, probably me. Oh, because I think I, I... Oh, yeah. You remember we were on the live show and I asked him how his sister was. Does um, he have a hot I'm sister? I'm pretty sure it's, that's who it was. Oh, no. I was joking around. Okay. Hey, Anyways. Uh, how's your sister doing? She lost a lot of weight. Is she hot now? You stop. She looks like me. <laughs> Like a hot you? <laughs> Does it matter? Hold on. What's your name again? Don't do it. Uh, you know I actually have her number on my phone. Hold on. I know. Uh, oh, yeah. Ball, Kira. Yeah, Balraj. Kira Will you stop it? <laughs> uh, Balraj oh, asked. she doesn't have the same last name. I remember that. Damn, she looks different. Will you stop it? She doesn't look like you with a wig. <laughs> um Doug Martin or the other guy rest of the season, LOL. She's your sister is really nice. I would person, say Doug Martin. She's a way better person than you are. Just want to throw that out there. No, she's not. What? I'm a good I'm a good person. Yes, but she's a way better person than you are. <laughs> um you disagree with me? She looks like your mom a lot. Why you stop it? Your mom's a fox. No, she's not. <laughs> uh, Doug Martin or Jalen Sharp? Holy shit! There's a picture of you and your sister side by side, each holding your babies. Holy crap! It looks like you with a wig. You <laughs> stop it! <laughs> I'm putting that in the writers' chat. Holy shit! You stop that! <laughs> All right, uh, Doug Martin or Jalen Richard? Uh, Richard. Mm-hmm. Richard has definitely more upside. Oh, it's Richard, man. Okay. Well, you heard it there, Balraj. Uh, Stacy Lafferty Reynolds is Sanders the most amazing thing I could have ever gotten as a free agent two weeks ago, or what? Uh, uh, as a free agent? Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty. That's pretty good. That, that's about as good as it gets, How man. How did you get that for a free agency? Who the that's fuck great. dropped Emmanuel Sanders? Hey, 
people. There's people out there. I, I don't get. Wait, hold on. Because he had. Even though he had two crappy games. No, when has I mean he had two games, six point three and seven point two. Those are his lows. Like, why would you drop that? This is what I don't understand. Why would you ever drop Emmanuel Sanders? These are his target numbers. 11, 4, 8, 7, 14, 10, and 7. Why are you dropping that? He's averaging 86 receiving yards. Who the f- How the fuck did you get that for free? Your league is dumb. The league's not dumb. Somebody in the league is dumb. Your league is dumb. Dale, check okay. the group chat. No, I'm not going to look at it. Stop it. All right. Uh, so those are all the questions in the Facebook group. Uh, I think we, I kind of like doing this, this mailbag and through the Facebook. Um, maybe we should do a Twitter one next time. Okay. But now that we are, do we have a lot of time left? Damn. Uh, we have a couple minutes. We What's have up? Like two minutes left. You ready? Yeah. All right. Rest of season. Rest of season. Guy we just talked about. Emmanuel Sanders or Stefan Diggs. There's a lot of people that are unsure of what to do with Stefan Diggs right now. Stefan Diggs or Emmanuel Sanders? Two, uh, I like Emmanuel Sanders a lot. I'm looking at his schedule now. Two duds in um, a row for Diggs. Yeah. You know me. I've never been a huge Diggs fan, only because I've been a huge Adam Thielen fan forever. Fair enough. Um, but, man, this is tough. If I had to choose, I think Sanders by a smidge. Uh, depends Just on not. what you need. If you're going for upside, you need a ceiling. You want this is your you you're not doing well, and it's your wide receiver one. Give me digs because I, I you need if you want to shoot for the fence. That's where you're going. If sure. you need a flex or you know wide receiver two, and this is what you're counting on every week, and you need the solid points, give me Sanders. Just mm-hmm. depends on your team composition. Like, if you need to shoot for the fences and you're going to be that kind of team that's boom bust, uh, okay. uh, digs. But if you just okay. need the consistency because you're solid everywhere else, Sanders. Okay, that's fair. Yep. By the way, rest um, of season. I would just want to throw one rest of season thing right. in here. Uh, if you don't want to worry about defenses for the rest of the season, I urge you to look at the Baltimore Ravens defense. From week eleven, I mean, we we kind of just talked about it too. But from eleven to week sixteen, they play pretty well. I guess they have Atlanta and Kansas City in there, but um, I, I do like their defense for rest of the season. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I dropped them. Unfortunately, big mistake. Probably biggest mistake of your life. Yeah, but I picked up the Patriots defense because I I need the big points. Mm-hmm. Get the big points. Big points. Monday night football. Big points, big points. <laughs> what was your question? You were in the middle of asking something. I lost track, man. For Christian Brito, <laughs> I'm Dale DeMont. Can you just close it? All right. Uh, again, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff, at Eat Sleep FF. Go to our website, Eat Sleep Fantasy. I have my rest of season rankings on the website. Um, if Christian ever does his, maybe they'll be up there too. Probably not. And Huh? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, you can see our weekly rankings on there. Rest of season, I'll give articles. you my top five rest of season running back rankings right here. Are you ready for it? Yep. Are you ready for it? Sure. Okay. All right. Todd Gurley. Tier of his own. Todd Gurley. Then Kareem Hunt, Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon. 
Who am I putting at five? Who am I putting at five? I thought you already had this done. I didn't know we were going to sit here and wait for you. I still will put Zeke there at number five. All right. In, it drops into the next tier with Zeke. In no particular order here, I do want to thank our writers and contributors, Austin, Steve, Clayton, JJ, John, Nick, Wade, Mark, and Mike. Uh, we appreciate um, we appreciate you guys. Just a quick shout-out. Again, go to our website for all their articles basically daily. Uh, don't forget um, eSleepFantasy.com, at eSleepFF on most social media. My name is Dale. Thanks for listening. And, uh, oh, and Christian is here too. Yeah, I'm going to give you the next set of running backs here. So, okay. by the way, who, people need to update their rest of season rankings on on these consensus rankings. They got Kareem Hunt at seven. Who is who does? some fantasy pros? Their consensus yeah. rest of season rankings. That's crazy. Was that it? That's I crazy. Hate, right? I hate crazy. I hate Kareem Hunt, but that's low. He needs to be in the top five, like locked in, right? There's uh, if Alvin is Alvin Kamara ahead of Alvin Kamara Kareem? and Joe Mixon. That's nuts. Although the rest, looking at the rest of season rankings and seeing Kareem Hunt, Mark Ingram, and Sonny Michelle all in the top twelve makes me feel really good about my team. Okay. All right, uh, we get it. Day. We get it. We get it, Brito. Suck we get my it. Own dick. Of course you are. I really wish I was flexible enough. Anyways. For Christian Brito, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you guys uh, very soon. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy. Uh Eat, sleep, fantasy.